consistency, regularity. If you love the Lord, let us see it. Tell a friend, the law of consistency. Some of you, I know, will never join this prayer. 40 days, you will never join. I know, you will never join it. You wait, ah, then when it is like three, four days, then you come on, hey, hey, trouble, hey, hey, buddy, hey, hey. When we are done, we've taken all the power, the grace. You see, consistency generates power. Let me tell you what I can force. I'll say, Abosubaya and the man Ujapai. When you keep hitting the same place, 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 a door will open. And that is why by the end of these 40 days, I see a door has opened to somebody. That is why by the end of these 40 days, I see that God is standing ahead of someone. Jesus said, a woman who didn't fear God, went to a man and asked the judge, avenge me. Then the man said, I'm sleeping. Leave me. But the woman kept coming. She will come. Ba, 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 ba. Eh, judge, get up. Ah, what is this woman? You come. And he said, the judge says, if I don't get up, this woman will not give me peace. She went up. And he says, if this wicked judge did do this for this woman, how much more God won't he give the Holy Spirit to those who love him? So where is your consistency? Law number three. The principle of structure or the law of structure. Come on, say structure. I can't hear you. Third time. Structure is when something is arranged. It's arranged in a definite pattern. Is arranged in a definite organization. You can see it organized. For example, this building has a structure. So you can, when I ask you to describe this building, you can see pillars, you can see balustrade, you can see light, you can see speakers, you can see, um, you know, stuff here, you can see um, windows and doors, you can see the floor. It has a structure. The Christian life must be structured. It is not just anything at all. The Bible says that God is not a God of disorder. There is order in the kingdom. Tell a friend, there is order in the kingdom. We must have structured the way you behave, the way you live your life, the way you talk. You can't talk anyhow. You can't go to certain places. That is the reason why as a Christian, you are not allowed certain freedoms. All things are possible to you, but not all things are beneficial. There is a structure in the kingdom. The kingdom operates on order and structure. You cannot mess up. You can't misbehave. No. Tell a friend, structure. I can't hear you. Say it well. Say it as if you're preaching with me. Say structure, 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 structure. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, Four and nine. God told the Jews, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Then listen to what he says. Impress them on your children. Talk. So the first one is impress. Number two, talk about it. Then he continues, tie them as symbols on your hands. He continues, 
bind them on your foreheads. It continues, write them. Look at, you. Look, look at it. Look at the words. Impress, talk, tie them, bind them, write them. Look at Deuteronomy 11, 18, and 20. Deuteronomy 11, 18, and 20. He said, fix these words of mine on your heart. When you continue, he says, tie them as symbols. When you continue, he says, teach them to your children. He continues, he says, talking about them. So tie, teach, talk. Then he continues, write them on the door frames. <laughs> write them on the door frames. That's why I like to show these two pictures. If you have them, project the two pictures for me. Let me show some. I want you to pay attention to, to this. What do you see there? Who can describe what do you see there? Yes. Can anybody describe to me what he sees there? What do you see? Oh, nobody sees anything. Who sees something there? Who sees something there? You can see what? What? Now, so the Jews, in this piece of leather that they wear, they have scriptures in them. The Jews interpreted that particular scripture that says, write them. Tie them on your foreheads. So they write a piece of scripture, which is to love the Lord your God with all your strength, and they put it in this piece of leather, and they tie it. That is a physical interpretation. This other one is called the mezuzah. The mezuzah simply means that, you know, God asks them to write it upon the frames of their doors. So this is something, and it contains a scripture, which is determined 6, 4, 5. Behold, the Lord your God is one. And then teach them, I mean, your, your children love the Lord with all your strength. So they, they write it in this. The belief is that when you have these things, you won't forget it. When you have it, you are carrying the Lord anywhere you are going. So they have physical structure. Every Jew has this. They have it. When you are going to a Jewish home, it can never be dedicated without the mezuzah. The mezuzah must be slanted and must be there. So when you enter, they believe that when they put it there, the peace of God is in the house. Maybe in Ghana, in the past, we look at the Jews. When somebody buys a car, let my enemies live long and see what shall become of me in the future. Some will say, my enemies are ashamed and write it behind it. What are some of the things we know about our cars? The Lord is my shepherd that is behind the car. Oh, those that we used to write to, now they don't write again. The Lord is my shepherd. There's one I saw. He said, no weapon. Do, 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 do. 
It may be a mesozoic expression. There was structure. Now when you look at the words that he uses, right, tie. Come on, say tie. One more time, say tie. I like to pay attention to those words. He says, number one, talk about it. He said, impress, talk about it, tie them, bind them, write them, fix them, write them. I mean, all of them. So, it means that there must be a particular definite way of organizing your Christian life. A particular definite way. We know in neuroscience today that whatever you repeat to your brain, it will stay with you. So, if you want to let your brain and become conscious and have a structure so that you don't, you don't stop what you are doing, keep doing what you are doing. Repeat it. The law of repetition means that anything you repeat will stay with you. So, those of you who don't come to church, that is why you can't come. Because you have not built it. It is not in you. This is neuroscience. Whatever you repeat doing, it stays with you. You haven't repeated it. You have stopped it. You stay at home, once a while you come. So there is always once a while in your mind. But when you keep doing it over and over, over and over, over and over, then we go to the last but one law. Let's go. That is what we call the law of remembrance. Tell a friend, the law of remembrance. One more time. Deuteronomy 7, 7 and 8. Deuteronomy 7, 7 and 8. The Lord did not set his love upon you or choose you because you were more in number than any people. For ye were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you and because he will keep the oath which he had sworn unto you. Blah, blah, blah. It continues. Then the Lord told them, when you read, go home, read the rest. He says, when you get to the land, do not forget the Lord. Tell a friend, do not forget the Lord. Hebrews 13 verse 2. Do not forget to show. Do not forget. That is a law of remembrance. Hebrews 13, 16. Do not forget to do good. Do not forget to do good. Do not forget to do good. Deuteronomy 9, 7 and 8. Remember, do not forget how you provoke the Lord. Do not forget. Do not forget. Do not forget Deuteronomy 4.23. So watch yourselves that you do not forget the covenant of the Lord your God. Don't forget. That is a law of remembrance. If you want to be devoted, you must not forget. Tell a friend, I will not forget. To stay you haven't forgotten means you are staying in consciousness. You are aware. That today is so-and-so day. So I haven't forgotten it. And we need that consciousness in all of us. Consciousness that anywhere we are walking, the Lord is there. Consciousness that any place we are standing, the Lord is there. Consciousness that the Lord is with me. Whether I am at work, whether I am in church. Many of us, when we come to church, we are very holy, we are very righteous. But as soon as we leave this place, we forget it. But the law of remembrance means that when you come here, Take the inspiration from here and go to where you are so that you don't forget. Let me tell you, the place where you serve God the most is not in church. The place where God is served is where 
none of us is, is when you are alone there. It is in your secret place. It is when you are alone. That is where God can be served the most. Not the church. What I'm doing this morning is to give you coaching and instruction. When you live here, the rest is to go and apply the principles. So look at your friend. Say, apply the principles. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Come on, say it, say it again. Apply it. The law of remembrance, don't forget. In cognitive science, anything you repeat will build a memory. Anything you feed on will build a memory. That is why somebody did something against you. And it pained you, you don't forget. Because anything you don't want to forget, just attach strong emotions to it. It will stay with you. So if you love the Lord with strong emotion, you can never forget God. In the same way, if you, if you hated that thing that the person did to you, and it hurts you, you can't forget it. Whatever is strongly, deeply in you, attached with emotion, stays with you. The law of remembrance. And the final law is the law of tradition. Come on, say tradition. I can't hear you. Say it with courage. The law of tradition and transmission. Tradition and transmission. This is an established custom. At this stage, the pattern of thought, the pattern of behavior, the pattern of action is established. I'd like you to read 2 Timothy 1 verse 5. 2 Timothy 1 verse 5. I am reminded of your sincere faith. Paul is talking to Timothy. Your sincere faith, which first lived in your mother, Lois. No, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois. And in your mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you also. So from one generation to the other, if you don't start now, you can't pass on this devotion to your children. The law of transmission and tradition means that something that was good and is good and living in you must be transmitted. So pass it on to your friend. Pass it on to your children. Pass it on to your wife. Pass it on to your husband. Pass it on to your sibling. Pass it on to anybody who responds to your instruction. Listen to this last scripture. Jeremiah 35. When you go home, read it. This is about the Rechabite. The Rechabite, their parents, told them not to drink wine and never to build houses. They must live in tents. And for years, they obeyed. Then the Lord told Jeremiah, go to the Rechabite, invite them to sit with you and drink and listen to them. God, by this particular message about the Rechabite, they are a family in Judah and they have faithfully kept a command from one of their ancestors not to drink wine or establish permanent residence in the land. They were faithful in leaving this command and it was a counterexample to Judah, Judah's disobedience to God. That's what Jeremiah 35 verse 6. But they replied to Jeremiah, we do not drink wine because our forefather Jonadab, son of Rechab, gave us this command. Neither you or your descendants must even drink wine. Also, you must never build houses. 
sow seed or plant vineyards, you must never, 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 ah, yeah, yeah, have any of these things, but must always live in tents. Then you will live as long, you will live a long life in the land where you are nomads. We have obeyed everything our father, Jonadab, son of Rechab, commanded us. Neither we, nor our wives, nor our sons, nor our, our daughters have ever drunk wine or built houses to live in or have vineyards, fields, or crops. We have lived in tents and have fully obeyed everything our forefather Jonadab commanded us. But when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded this land, we said, Come, we must go to Jerusalem to escape the Babylonian and Arabian armies. So we have remained in Jerusalem. Can you imagine? This is one man. He told them, don't drink wine. That is a law of transmission. And the children obeyed. Stand to your feet. 